Sportscast presents Hoops Talk, hosted by Alabama basketball legend Irwin Dudley and Sportscast contributor Ryan Krista. All basketball, from college basketball to the NBA. Listen to Sportscast Hoops Talk on digital radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch.tv, and Facebook. Sportscast Hoops Talk. Rhythm, debate, layup, and dunk. Sports talk, hoops talk. Welcome to Hoops Talk, presented by the Sportscast. Follow us on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and if you've, and download our podcast on apple if you do please leave a ratings review that will help us tremendous today you know we're we've reached the final four here in the tournament and we are joined by our usual erwin dudley but also today we have a special guest luke herringody former notre dame legend thank you for joining us luke Uh, welcome to hoops talk thanks for having me i appreciate uh jumping on Legend. That was a nice. That was a nice introduction. Legend. Yeah. He is Luke a legend. legend. You know, he brought he brought Notre Dame basketball back to the forefront. You know, <laughs> he, and he knows it too. He, he I mean, I like how humble he is. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's not denying it, guys. He is not denying. He knows. <laughs> there we go. So yeah, I got you know we got all you know we we got ACC legend, we got SEC legend, and I'm just lucky guy in the middle who uh, likes to talk <laughs> basketball. So uh, for, former high school semi pro basketball coach. So there you go. That's all I got. Um, so Luke, uh, tell us you know we we know you know um, you play basketball at Notre Dame. You know where's your career taking you past Notre Dame? So I graduated Notre Dame in 2010. Uh, shortly after I was drafted by the Boston Celtics, I uh, had a cup of coffee in the league for two and a half years and then uh, took my career overseas from everywhere from Kazan, Russia to Valencia, Spain. And I mentioned before I met uh, my, good friend, my good friend here, Erwin, in Istanbul. We played on the same team uh, for two years. So uh, basketball has taken me a lot of places and uh, introduced me to a lot of great people. That's awesome. Well, we're glad to have you here. Uh, um, so, you know, a little early on, you know, we reached the final four, but, you know, first round action, Luke's uh, team took Irwin's team down. You know, Notre Dame did take Irwin down. Sorry about that. Uh, what what, what were your thoughts on the Notre Dame season, Luke, and, you know, their tournament performance? You know, they, they had a great year. They were um, – there was a lot of ups and downs. Uh but they caught they caught fire around tournament time here, and uh, you know that exciting victory in their playing game against Rutgers. And lo and behold, we were matched up against uh, E's alma mater here, and I turned it off. At, I think I turned it off at halftime. Actually, I wasn't even close. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you turned it off at halftime, man. <laughs> but uh, no, the Notre Dame had a great year. Uh, you know, Coach Bray's done a lot with that uh, senior class, and. Sadly, it came up a little short against you know a great Texas Tech team. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know they're they're a good team, but you know yeah. I 
It definitely, I think, like, Notre Dame definitely overachieved a little bit this year. I don't think, you know, with their preseason rankings, you know, getting to their tournament and, you know, making it to, you know, like you said, one of the first four, one of the first, you know, second round, you know, make it to the, you know, round of 32 was a success. Uh, you know, what makes Mike Bray the coach he is, you know, to always get the most out of his team each year? That's a, that's a question I get asked, you know, a lot and, I always just answer Coach Bray just is able to get, you know, the players he has, the confidence that he can give them is, is unmatched by, you know, he's a player's coach. He's, you know, the character you see on TV is what you get in person. And he's fun to play for. He's loose. You know, you go out there, you're, you're free to make mistakes. Uh, he doesn't handcuff you. And I think that's you've seen with a lot of players over their careers in Notre Dame in that environment, they've thrived and they've gone on a great careers. And that's kind of what, you know, he's built there. And it's also a system of trust. You know, he, like I said, he doesn't keep you on a short lease, but at the same time, you know, he, he recruits players that, you know, he can trust and give him, give them that leash and uh, they're going to succeed for him. And it's obviously he's been there 20 plus years now. So it's worked for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's all, it, like, I think Notre Dame doesn't always get the blue chip players, you know, per se, but, you know, he, Mike Bray always seems to get the most out of each one, you know, one of his teams, you know, you know, you know, they're maybe not, you know, that national contender, you know, especially at the beginning of the season, but I think he makes believers out of the, you know, the national media, usually, you know, sometime during the year. And this year, I think is no different, you know, not high expectations, you know, took a guy, you know, from, you know, the Ivy League and Paul Atkinson, you know, really made him, I think, one of the best big men in the ACC this year. I, mm-hmm. I saw how, you know, he was, a, you know, a good player, I think, Yale, I think it was. or mm-hmm. But he really took the next level in the, you know, this year in the ACC. And I think it was the difference, you know, and yeah. the success of the team, you know. They kind of, you know, you know, providing that leadership. But um, let's, you know, let's go, you know, back into the term, you know, this, this weekend we had, you know, actually first, before we do that, what are your thoughts, you guys, on, you know, your reactions, you know, general thoughts, you know, after the first two weekends of the tournament? Man, early, uh, <laughs> oh man, you know, everybody was, you know, the peacocks, you know, everybody was, <laughs> yeah, <on>. absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they was a story. There was a storyline. Everybody was talking about them. Um, you know how they were playing, and you know, rightfully so, that they deserved all the credit that they they, they had gotten. Um, but they ran up on a on a South North Carolina team, and I think that you know it kind of you know North Carolina had a lot of athletes, and I think at the end of the day, I think that the game they played the other day wore down on them. They were tired. and you know, I think the talent that North Carolina has was which just you know was just too much for them. Um, they were down by. I mean, they didn't. They can. They can make any layups. They can make um, any three pointers. And so, with that being said, if you can't make any baskets against a team like North Carolina, especially them playing defense and those guards they have, I mean, you're gonna. You're definitely gonna struggle. Um, them and then, you know, which kind of shocked me too. Um, I had. Um, I had Houston. I had Houston losing to. Um, to Arizona, <laughs> you know, I had Arizona actually winning the thing. I don't know why. Why I picked Arizona? I would just, I mean, when I saw, I saw, watched them over the last few months, and they looked so good to me, and they were so tempting, and I said I chose them to win the whole entire thing. But uh, you know, Houston came out. Houston played. I watched Houston. I thought Houston would have, they would have won yesterday. But man, Houston, they shot the ball really bad yesterday. 
they went like one for one for twenty from the three point line. And um, if you go back when they played against um, they played against what was it was Gonzaga. They, I mean, they played really well. I mean, they they split the ball in the basket. They scored. They did what they needed to do in order for them to win win the game. But when they when they came to came up yesterday, they just came up short. They couldn't uh, they couldn't get the job done. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, I you know, defense can get you so far, but eventually you start having to making shots. You know, and yeah. I think some of these teams, you know, especially Arkansas, you Arkansas, know, or yeah. Houston, you, yeah. You know, they they play, you know, tenacious, you know, they're aggressive, but just the lack of shot makers, you know, when you go, especially against Duke, you know, yeah, you know, it's tough, you know, because, you know, Duke may be young, but, yeah. you know, this time of year, you know, you got they're five, you know, you know first round they, NBA players on that roster, you know, <laughs> it's tough for the time, you know. <laughs> I think they were, they were, I mean, I think, I think even coming into that game, they were overmatched. I think Duke. Duke, Duke was the clear-cut favorite talent-wise, and and you you know, and they had rim protectors, and like you said, they had first-round draft, they had first-round first-round draft pick as well, um, and by Carroll, he played really well, and that other guy Williams, uh, he shot the ball well. I mean, it was nothing Arkansas could do. Arkansas played hard like they normally do, but I mean, at the end of the day, Duke's their talent, their long, athletic, their talent just took you know, and Arkansas they they didn't have enough in the tank to to beat uh, Duke. Yeah, you know, I think you know, I like kind of like what you we saw, you know, they, they spent a lot of energy against Gonzaga and played very hard, you know, they just, um, yeah, they just, you know, they kind of did have that same uh, magic, you know, the second night. Uh, Luke, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts, you know, as we get to, you know, your general thoughts on the tournament so far? I think it's been a fantastic uh, couple of weekends here. I think you know, the tournament's had exactly what the NCAA loves. It's had parody. It's had, a, you know, a Cinderella <laughs> run. It's, and, you know, it gets the Blue Bloods here in the uh, the final four. Final I think, four. It's, yeah. you know, talk about a great scenario wherever the winner of this, this North Carolina St. Peter, either you have the Cinderella playing Duke in the final four, or you have Coach K playing his, you know, final season against – I can't believe North Carolina's never played Duke in the NCAA. Oh, that was a step. I, I, I can't believe it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't believe it either. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I uh, you know, some people like to see a little less parity in, in the Final Four. But I'll tell you what, I, I like when it's the Blue Bloods. I like to Absolutely. see that this Kansasville, Nova, Duke, North Carolina. Man, I, as a basketball fan, you got to love next week. I wish it was next weekend already. I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. Really, really good. Gonna be some yeah, lot of defense. It's gonna be a lot of defense played in those games. That's one thing for sure. And it's, it's gonna be a you know it's gonna be a physical game, and it's just gonna be who's able to overcome who's able, who's gonna be more physical, who's gonna be able to rebound, and who's gonna be able to put the ball in the basket because it's gonna be a dog fight in all you know both of those games. Hundred percent. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You know, North Carolina is just you know I saw them play a few times this year against Notre Dame, and I saw them play their last game at uh, Cameron, and they kind of just. Found a cylinder here where yeah, <laughs> they're putting it together. But but then you look at what like you were mentioning before, what Duke did against Arkansas last night was just. I mean, every team is on the you know. This is going to be fun next weekend. Yeah, I um, I think what separates Duke is just that the depth of you know, you you got Powell, you know, you stop Powell, yep. then you got Griffin, you know, or now Roach is coming the out. Roach, it's just Roach like it's never ending. You know, it's just, the 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 you know. 
it's hard to stop, you know, off, you know, you can stop a player or two of your game plan, but when you have the, you know, the depth of scoring in that, you know, in North Carolina, you know, they got their plate, your guards are coming on love and I think Davis and then, you know, Manic, you know, you saw how much he means that team when he got ejected, you know, by 25 against Baylor. They, yeah. you know, they had to hold on for dear life, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. He's just that gritty guy that can step out. You know, maybe, a, you know, a baby hand, hand grody there, uh, Luke. <laughs> Does a little bit of what you did out there. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't shoot the three there quite well when I was in, uh, in uh, college. But, uh, no, he's – talk about someone who's had a great tournament. He made a little, made himself a little money, probably. He did, yeah. Yeah, I could see definitely. him. I could see him being a, a nice overseas player. He. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Someone will give him. A, someone will give him a shot to, on a summer league team here, and uh, you know, I don't know how big he. I mean, he looks like he's six ten. So you, you're six ten. You can shoot like that. You got a chance. He got a, definitely got a chance. Yeah, that's true. But he, he can he can really shoot it though. Yeah. No, he's tough. He's in a nice run here. The kid Baycott yeah, though for, for Carolina. Yeah, he's been playing really well. Double double machine. Um, he's been playing really well for him. Like he's come, he's come a long way. Yeah, but uh, it's, it seems like a typical North Carolina big man. You know, you got long, lanky. You're not crazy, overly skilled. You know, but just runs the court, rebounds. You know, like that high motor. You know, like seeing you know yeah. Brandon Wright. You know, Ed Davis. You know, through the years they had those guys that you know. Mm-hmm. Under Roy Williams, you know they do, they love the rebound and they love transition. You know, uh, yeah. get up and down the court. You know, it, yeah, that bracket was crazy though. They went with North Carolina, you know, uh, with all the upsets. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah. What end up an eight fifteen? You know, regional final. You, I I don't think you've ever had a combination of number twenty two or twenty three. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. in that bracket. Yeah. That's, um, that's true. Getting. Getting to Kansas, you know, the one seed who kind of took care of business. What do you what do you see through them through the tournament, guys? Man, I, I mean, I think, uh, go ahead. Go ahead Luke. You got, no, you got I think it. I was just gonna say I think today's a prime example of where you know you have the pundits that that have to chuck in uh, Kenny at halftime saying they uh they knew what they were talking about when they picked Miami. <laughs> I, I think I think that's the scary thing about Kansas is they can they could turn it on so quick. They, they'll get up into you. They, they started pressure in the backcourt. You know, they started, you know, they hit a couple shots and it's scary. You could see that. I mean, that game was over in the first five minutes of the second half and they were down by yeah. six. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, if you were to tell me to pick a team right now who I like to come out on next weekend, I think I'd go Kansas. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what do you thought, Aaron? I mean, I, I can't agree with you more um, on that. I mean, the way Kansas is playing, I mean, I know the, uh, I know McCormick, I know he's he's injured, but he'll have a week to rest up. But I mean, he played well, came in and gave him some energy to start, especially to start the second half. And I think that that's when they really took off. You know, beginning of the second half, they were down six, and then they came they came in. He scored like the first five points, I think it was, and you know, they kind of turned the game for him. And once then those athletes just started getting out and running, and Miami couldn't make shots. You know, they had been making shots and. In the first half, they did make shots, but then when it came to the second half, you know, they didn't get any rhythm. They couldn't make shots, and um, a couple of charges later, and they they're down 10, 15 points. And so, and they kept they kept their foot on the pedal. And you know, the guy, the one guy that that I think is going to be a key for them though, um, Akaji. Uh, he yeah. he's the one he's the one one guy that. 
that really needs to get off in order for them to, to be successful. Like he's not really, he's not aggressive enough. And, you know, I've listened to the commentators and I, I watched him play a few times this year. I watched him, um, the singing night they played and he was like, he real aggressive. He, you know, he was, he was aggressive sometimes and he wasn't aggressive. And then just watching him play over the last three or four weeks, he's not aggressive enough. And in order for, I think in order for Kansas to even to, to be, Considered, uh, considered a contender to win the title, he has to, he has to get off. I mean, he averaged 20 points a game. He was the player of the year in the conference, so he has to get off in order for them to, I think, to even, um, you know, to be able to to win the title. Absolutely, you know, the guy for Kansas, they didn't have a huge game today, but I think it's had a since I think a Big 12 tournament is Remy Martin, former Pac-12 Player of the Year. It's kind of, yeah, you know, when he's out there and he's playing at a different level. You know, that's, you know, the guy coming off the bench. You know, when you got bench scoring, especially in the, I feel like, you know, like I said, that, you know, next, le- you know, scoring, you know, when it adds depth, you know, that's that's something I don't think Villanova necessarily had. You know, the, Villanova's got big, strong athletes, but, you know, they lost one of their players, looks like, you know, for, you know, Tucker last night at the end of the game, you know, which would be a loss for them. But, you know, Kansas, you know, that team, I feel like was kind of steady all through the year. You know, they – I don't know if they – you know, they might be peaking at the right time. You know, I, I always thought going into the tournament they were the weakest of the number ones because they just – it seemed like they were just average, you know, an average Kansas team. You know, they don't have that many, you know – you know, they don't have a Joel and beat out there or anything like that, you know. They – but it seems like, you know, that everybody else – you know, Abaji had a great – here but now it seems like everybody else is kind of picking up their game at the right time you know mm-hmm. uh so you know we'll see what do you guys see in that matchup against uh villanova uh man villanova's been playing been playing well but the uh kid went down with more he went down with the achilles um yesterday the more i think his name more he went down with the achilles uh, uh, injury yesterday and man that, that, that that's more. a that's a that's a big I think that's a big blow for them. Um, you know, they was already, you know, yeah. kind of shorthanded. They they right they didn't go real deep anyway. But him he, with him, he was one of their ball handlers. He kind of took the ball out of Gillespie's hands. So Gillespie, because they Houston got into Gillespie yesterday. He really didn't. He really couldn't get off. He couldn't create his own shot. And those guards they, they gave him fits. I mean, he scored a a big basket down the end down at the end of the game, you know, to kind of, you know, keep the momentum going. And he went to the free throw line, knocked down some shots. But they're going to need him if they even – if they're going to even come close to beating um, Kansas, they're going to need Gillespie to get off because, like I said, you know, with him going down with the with the, um, with the Achilles injury, he's going to he's gonna put more pressure on the other guys, and they're going to have to score. Um, the kid – I mean, the kid Samuels, I mean, he's he's been playing lights out. Um, like he – I mean, <laughs> he killed – I mean, he killed uh, Houston yesterday. I mean, he's—I mean, he's been playing well for the whole tournament, though. So it, it's going to be a real good game. But I, I'm going to go with Kansas. I think that, um, I think if McCormick gives them enough around the basket, you know, if, if uh, enough, um, Brown plays well and Kaji plays well, I think they'll—I think they'll hand they'll beat Nova. But I know Villanova's going to try to slow the game down, and Kansas, you know, they want—they want to speed the game up. So I think it's going to be whoever kind of imposes their, their will on the game, whoever you know gets their way. As far as if they want to slow the ball down, or whoever, if if uh, Kansas wants to push it, but I'm going to go with Kansas. Yeah, I think this is going to be a game. It's you know it's going to be a tug, you know a rock fight. You know, very physical teams. Good, you know, 
strong defensive presence, two teams that can lock you up, you know, when they have to. What's your thoughts on that game, Luke? You know, I tend to think that, you know, what you just said, it's going to be a great matchup. It's going to be physical. I think both teams actually match up well. Yep. Um, you know, I, I did mention earlier, you know, I got ahead of myself and mentioned I did like Kansas. But at the same time, I was telling someone the other day that, you know, you can never count out a Jay Wright team. I don't think Jay Wright, you know, gets the uh, the kudos, you know, for what they've yeah. done in this past decade. It, it's interesting no. to me. I think, you know, I don't know what it is. If it's just, you know, in the, you know, they're in a big market there in Philly. Maybe, you know, being in the Big East is, it's not the Big East is old. And, um, mm-hmm. but I would never count on a Jay Wright team. But that being said, uh, I just think Kansas is too deep. I think they're too dangerous. I think they could come on at any minute. Um, like he mentioned today, they're all American. wasn't even really involved in the game. He wasn't even hunting a shot. Uh, you know, if he's aggressive and he starts to take over the game, I just, I, you know, like that that poor kid from Villanova goes down. I just, uh, I just don't think they can keep up with the, you know, the horses. That uh, I think Kansas is just a bit deeper than Villanova. Yeah. You know, I, even the yeah, even absolutely. the backup uh, the backup big for Kansas today gave him some uh, some good minutes uh, from a corner. Yeah, real, yeah. some real good. Yeah, real good yeah. man, JD. Lightfoot or something like that. Things Lightfoot, big guy. Yeah, Mitch Lightfoot. I feel like he's been there a long time. You know, it's kind of one of those guys that's always <laughs> been there. You know, big. He never cracked the starting lineup, but he's always just kind of been that dependable guy off the bench. You know, for you know, Bill stuff. You know, like, we talked a little bit about you. So you talked a little about Jay Wright. You know, who has the advantage coaching in this game? You know, Jay Wright and Bill Self. You know, uh, man. <laughs> I mean. One it doesn't have the other. That's a toss-up. Yeah. Yeah, it really yeah, is. I mean, you know. it just kind of depends on which one you like. Who, you know, because they're both, you know, they're both proven winners. So, um, it just it's all about. It's all gonna come down to. I think it's gonna definitely gonna come down to. Um, it's gonna come down to some X's and O's, but it's gonna come down to which one of those te- teams really wanted more. Because I mean, at the end of the day, they're both winning coaches. They're both running programs. They know they're gonna match up pretty pretty well. Um, also, but um. I think that I know that Villanova's a little bit smaller than they're a little bit smaller than Kansas, but you know, and you know, they have been rebounding over the last few over the last few weeks and they're gonna have to continue to do that in order to hang with Kansas. Absolutely, yeah. I just, I think, you know, the the town level you know, Kansas just got a little bit more got some more pros yeah. on that team. You know, I think Villanova's like I said, I think their best weapon right now is to ugly this game up as much as possible, make that into, you know, Agreed. A slugfest, kind of like that game yesterday against, you know, Houston, you know. Yep. You know, and Jay Wright's going to coach him up. He's going to put him in the best position, you know. But I don't know if they have enough, you know, in a, to last all 40 minutes with Kansas. Um, let's flip over to the other side, kind of the, the marquee matchup of the night. So, you know, we have UNC and Duke. So we have a rookie head coach going against the legend, Coach Rostovsky. Uh Luke, can you tell us any good Coach K stories from your day at Notre Dame? So when I was at Notre Dame, we were in the Big East, actually. We never played Duke. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so, yeah. So I've never – I don't have any good one. I don't have any good Coach K ones for you. I'm sorry. but uh, No, no. I, no yeah. My bad. I forgot you said you were still in the Big East. Days. Yeah, I was in the Big East days. I'm an, I'm an old man. So uh, when the Big <laughs> oh, East was the Big right. – I just mentioned, uh, yeah, Villanova. But uh, when the Big East was the Big East. Not, it's not the biggest of all. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. Much different. It's totally you know? different. Yeah. It's totally not, no shortage. I think of you know some good teams, but you know it's not the the legendary Syracuse. You know Georgetown, Pittsburgh. You know, but you know it's it's kind of forming its own identity. You know, different name. You know, but you know, but you know, I think that's you know being up in Northeast, we get a lot of those games. You know. So that Villanova, you know, Providence kind of overachieved this year. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, different different teams, but I think you know, no, the biggie, no, you know I, toughness. You know, they need the that. Said, you know, that George Tom Brand. Yeah. yeah. Um, and hopefully, you know, I'm assuming you know the biggest non-secret is hopefully Seton Hall hires the the St. Peter's coach to you know fill in that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he probably yeah, that may that'll be big. That'll be big. <laughs> But we'll see. I, I don't think St. Pierre's will be a pony up enough money to keep them. No, I, we'll see. No, <laughs> they, have they don't have that in the budget. No, sir. No, not as I say, a $1.6 million basketball budget. So that's crazy. And, you know, to compete, you know, and beating it. I, yeah, I mean, their run's over, but what they accomplished was crazy. Um, that's ba- I think that's, so Bama's, uh, that's Bama's budget for their uh, players for their whole year. <laughs> Cash budget, isn't it? No, man. What did you get per year there? Hey, look, we hey, we only got per diem, man. A monthly a monthly per diem check, one hundred and thirty thirty something dollars. That was it per month, man. Right. Not like now, man, with the nil deals and all that. We we didn't have that, man. So these we guys, they, they that, can huh? get, oh, yes, yes, hey, yes. They need to, hey, they need. We need back pay, Luke. <laughs> we need back. Hey, so pay. actually, actually, listen. So here's here's a good question. Since you guys went to schools maybe not known for their basketball what was it like playing basketball at a school where football was the main the main okay. Uh, thing there? okay let me stop you on there right there okay when i was i know i know Ern was there during the bad days of football but still yes. it's alabama all right i, I was the bad days of, hey, the bad days of football so we we were the kids on campus we were number we were ranked number one in the nation we won sg title we did all this stuff so I don't know what's now. It's totally different. Well, not totally totally different because it is basketball has been doing pretty good over the last couple of years. But I know when I was there, we were the kings on the camps. Uh, all right, yeah, that's that's a unique. I forgot you're kind of in that. You know, yeah, we yeah, we Mike went to the Mike Shula, was Mike Shula the coach there? No, yeah. it was the the boss was there. Then yeah, Shula. Oh, okay, the yeah, yeah, we kind of went through a bunch of bunch of coaches then. Yeah. Yeah, right, it's similar, similar. Yeah, similar to when I was at Notre Dame. It was uh, not some of our best football years. You know, quality players, but just not some of our best teams. And but you know, in the end, like you said, Notre Dame will always be a football school. And uh, yeah, and granted, basketball had some great teams when we were there. We had uh, we had a good thing going on. But you know, football is king in Notre Dame, and it always will be. Uh, <laughs> which yeah, I had no I problem with that. No problem with that, especially when they play Bama. Oh, <laughs> I, I have nothing to say guy. there. Yeah, I have nothing to say. There. Yeah, yeah. See though, hey, look, but you got us in this. Hey, you got them. Y'all, you all beat us in this sport that that me and you that we play, and that's that's, that's all that matters. All yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, to you, yeah. Did you know any of the Golics while we were there, Luke? I did not. No, it was they were a little after my time. Yeah, so I was, I was always wondering, you know, like what it's like, you know, I didn't know if you felt like you're a second fiddle or, you know, just always trying to find your own identity or use that 
you know, I think probably coaches use that platform, you know, for recruiting to, you know, get kids on campus, you know, you know, see an environment, but, you know. hundred percent. I think you make a good point where, you know, Irwin and I did go to two schools that's you know, probably two of the biggest football brands in college football. And, but at the same time, it's Alabama and Notre Dame are still, you know, leave football out of the picture. They're two just national, you know, brands where, you know, you bring a basketball recruit to, I can't even think of the name of your state. What's the name of the state? I mean, football. Brian Denny. Brian Denny. There you bring a kid to Brian Denny, you show him the atmosphere for the weekend, I mean, you show him the Alabama brand. You know, kids want to go to places like school. You know, same thing at Notre Dame. You know, it's a great atmosphere. It's a great, it's an easy sell to get a kid there. And I think that's why the basketball programs are so successful as well, is because that brand is just so powerful, that Alabama Notre Dame brand, even though. You know, basketball at both schools is always going to be second fiddle, and you know it's still major high level basketball. So kids, yeah, you know maybe so maybe that matters to some kids. It didn't matter to me. But see, they use both of them. They they use both of them. Um, um, but they use both of those things. Like we we use ours, and you know, of course, Notre Dame they use as as recruiting tools, and as you know, they use them to, because they take that basketball players to, to view the football stuff and all that stuff because. You know, they want to see that. And, man, I'm going to tell you, like, I went on a tour, you know, at the stadium. Oh, my gosh. Man, the amenities are unbelievable. Unbelievable. And and, and nowadays, you know, you're competing with, you know, recruits want to see that. I mean, just if you go down and look at Clemson, what they're, they're doing, and if you go to over at LSU, what they're doing over there, how much money they're spending. So you have to, you have to be able to compete because, you know, kids are looking for things of that nature. Ryan, the only difference there between I was talking about Notre Dame and Alabama is that we're able to afford kids the uh, academic experience as well. <laughs> oh, we oh, 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 wow. <laughs> hey, Luke. Uh, those are hey, we, we, we are both. We are both, Luke. <laughs> we are both. I, I didn't I didn't realize Alabama was a uh, in high regard and academic excellence these days. I'm yes, sorry. My, my apologies. Yes, we have a lot of students in our campus, on our campus, Luke, that, that they're going to do a lot of great things. And other than sports, <laughs> oh, I, I think you guys went to two good institutions. Uh, the middleman staying safe there, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say which one is more prestigious, but let's yeah, we'll, we'll leave that. Down. Everybody knows um, it's all right, Ryan. It's okay. So let's so flipping. So we're talking. You guys went to two, you know, schools known for football. So in the final four, we got two schools I think that are known for their basketball program. Um, you know, I, I have a little five year old who loves you know loves sports. I've been there. You know, he's like, Dad, Duke has a football team. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, they're there. <laughs> he was just looking at YouTube highlights. He's like, I never heard of them. I'm like, Yeah. But anyways. Um, so, you know, we, like I said, you know, we have, you know, Koshisewski's, you know, farewell campaign, you know, uh, and you have North Carolina. It's another sidebar question. Do you guys like the fanfare that Coach K's getting, or is it kind of a distraction to, you know, the basketball? I mean, he deserves it. I mean, he's been coaching 30-plus years. I mean, he's just last – this is last last ride. So, why not? I mean, he's one of the greatest coaches ever, you know, to have a coach college basketball. So, I think it's all fitting. I mean, long you know, I think he does a good job of keeping his guys focused on what they what they need to do. You know, with the task at hand, except for when they played North Carolina the last game of the season. Now he got rain out of the gym, 
But, you know, that was real emotional for them, you know, his last game at home. But I think that, you know, I think they'll be ready for this game. Um, I mean, if you look the last where the last two times North Carolina played them, I mean, they 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 took care of business, but I don't see that happen again. I don't see them being I don't see Carolina beat Duke three times in a row, three times in one season. I'm going Duke all the way. Um, I, I think I just think that you know they'll they'll fight hard because this is Coach K's will be Coach K's you know his last ride, and I don't think they want to want to upset him want to upset him or you know have his legacy tarnished by them not being able to you know to find and then make it into a championship championship game. Oh, you guys cut out there for a second. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear. I can hear Erwin. Wires, you know. Ryan. Yeah. You guys not hearing me? No. Yeah, okay. I'm here now. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Okay. So yeah, go ahead, Luke. What's your thoughts on on this game and you know uh, Coach K's farewell tour? You know, just as a basketball fan, I'm I'm excited. I don't think you could have written a better script. Uh, Not at all. And you know, going off what he said, you know, Coach K, he does deserve this. He's one of the greatest to ever do this. He's had you know he's had a run that's you know unprecedented. Um, so he he does deserve the fanfare. And you know, say what you want about. You know, connecting with the kids, I, I think he's got them locked in for the tournament. I think, you know, that being said, if they would have got bounced in the you know first or second round, I think there would have been some noise. But was there too much outside pressure from Coach K's uh, final farewell? But you know, leave it to Coach K to have his guys locked in. And I'll tell you what, the young kids are, you know, they're not they're not freshmen anymore. But Macaro and you know, even I know he's not a freshman, but Roach is coming on into his own. And when I think when he gets going, it opens it opens things up. And, you know, if Griffin shoots the way he does, I just I, I don't see. You know, I, I just think it's it's going to be a different team than what Carolina saw on uh, senior night at Cameron. Um, but I don't want to seesaw here too much because, I, like I said before, Carolina's found another gear that I didn't know they had this year. And <laughs> yeah, no, right. Conf yeah. Com confidence is yeah. confidence is a scary I don't think thing. Anybody saw that coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, but like that, like I said, that being said, I, I think. You know, I think Duke's got just too much length. I, I know they got Baycock, but uh, Duke's got too much length for them to deal with. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I got Duke as well going. Duke, Kansas, final. Yeah, oh, I, okay. I think, you know, the Carolina guards can hit their uh, their shots. You know, they have been you – know, I don't think they're shooting the ball the way they were early in this year. You know, Love and Davis kind of uh, caught fire here, uh, along with Mannix, you know, uh, but, you know, I think the first couple of minutes, you know, back in February when they first played at uh, Chapel Hill, that first 10 minutes, you know, Duke just onslaughted, you know, you know, North Carolina, you know, it'll be interesting, you know, but then you reverse it, you know, two weeks later, you know, I think with all the emotion, you know, Coach K's last game, you know, I think that game, you know, while Duke didn't perform, I think that kind of maybe gave the players, you know, 
I don't know, like a dress rehearsal to, you know, that kind of pressure, you know, or fanfare or whatever you might want to say that it's going to come on, you know, during a tournament, you know, and I think they've been able to learn how to push that distraction away and kind of just focus on basketball. And in the same way, I feel like you've seen a lot of emotion out of Coach K that you may have not seen out of, you know, normal games, you know, you know, the fist pumps, you know, the jumping up and down, you know, over made shots, you know, which is awesome, you know, that, you know, he can, he's, he's loving, I think this last ride and he loves his team, you know, his team's responding and all, you know, as it, and also this, the game, you know, throwing at the zone, you know, against, you know, Michigan or Texas tech and Arkansas, um, things that, you know, that would have played less zone, less than 4% of the possessions I saw. So, you know, those game-changing moves, you know, still, he still got that, you know, uh, what should, but, you know, we have a, you know, a coach in Hubert Davis, his first year, whose team is also kind of railing behind him. You know, what's, what's the coaching matchup? What's the keys in that, you know, for you guys in this game? Um, uh, I think, I think for me, I think it's, uh, it's whoever, um, whatever team imposes their will, I think whoever whoever definitely um, um, rebounds the basketball uh, well because if you look at like we talked about earlier, Baycott, I mean he's you know he's a double double machine and um, you know their bigs, Duke's bigs, gonna have to do a really good job of you know kind of keeping him off the glass, but also their guards, Love has been playing really well in the tournament, and it, I'm really I'm I'm gonna be I'm happy to see how I'm gonna be watching to see. How Roach and Love, I want to see that that you know, kind of that matchup. See how they because they're two two fast guards. They love to get up and down the court, but I, and, and Love has been really really um, bringing it. He's been knocking down shots, getting to the basket. So I'm, I want to see that matchup right there. I think right. I think whatever guard wins that matchup, I think I think that'll get um, they'll that will be the team that gets the upper hand. But I'm still going Duke though. Yeah, I, I think you throw you throw these. You know, at least two coaches in the ring and you know obviously coach k is the Don't. you know the, the, he you know he's one of the greatest of all time i don't think you can yeah. really put you know hubert davis is still you know he's gonna be a hell of a coach he's still a rookie head coach though and um i don't think there's any much more to say about coach k holding advantage there but i think the one advantage that i, I would give north carolina here is that you know they could just play free i, I think they're at a point where you know, there's no pressure on them. It's the, and, and when there's no pressure on you, when you have that confidence, I, I think it's a scary thing. And they have nothing to lose. I know it's cliche, but mm -hmm. they really don't. They, they're not supposed to be here. You know, Duke's supposed to be here, but Carolina, you know, they say what you want. I think this is, it's an overachieving team and, you know, yeah. they're coming to their own and all, but, uh, you know, a team that playing with nothing to lose is scary. And I, I think Duke saw that at Cameron and, you know, that's, that's another factor that you have to throw in there. That's, you know, Carolina with their biggest rival of all time ruins Coach K's final game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's a uh, that's a factor <laughs> that you also have to be aware of that uh, comes into play. And uh, like I said, just as a basketball fan, this is going to be a good one. I, uh, I this it really is must, is must see TV. But it, it'll be tough again. It'll be tough to beat. I mean, it's tough to beat any team. It's, it's tough to beat a team twice, but beat a team three times, and then especially both of the teams are you know they're very talented and they can play defense. I mean, it. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be a really good game. But again, like I said, I'm, I'm gonna ride with Duke. You know, they got pressure on them, but 
I think that with them having with them playing their final game at home and then being against North Carolina, they uh, you know they saw they saw what it was like to have you know have a lot of pressure um, put on them. Um, and you know you saw what they did. Coach K apologized to the fans, but again, I just think that you know they I think Duke will be ready for this right here. I think the biggest winner out of all this is the NCAA and CBS, so, to be honest with you. <laughs> I said, talk about one hell of a script. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I think we, we all kind of agree that, you know, we like Duke to, you know, um, get through this round. So, you know, the potential Duke-Kansas matchup, let's go hypothetical here. Who would you like in that matchup here? Man. A lot of hey, hot seat hey, questions on this podcast. I'm going. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I got you know experts what? here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear them out. <laughs> hey, in this, hey, I, t- I told you, and I had in my bracket, I had, I had a win, right? So that's out the window. But um, I'm, I'm gonna go. I, I'm still going with Duke. Uh, again, what's better with Coach Case his last game? I mean, they get a couple calls here, there, blah, blah. blah. I mean, hey, they want Coach K to go out on, you know, out on top. I'm going to do. It's, it'll be a good game, don't get me wrong, but I'm still, I'm, I'm going I'm to go with Duke. I'll stick, I'll stick to my guns, and I'll, I'll I have Kansas. I, I think, you know, don't get me wrong, Duke's, Duke's one hell of a talented team, but I think what you saw in the ACC championship, when things aren't clicking for them, they run into a little bit of trouble. And, you know, last night was a perfect example against Arkansas. Everything was going their way. They looked great. Like, well, old machine. But when things aren't going well, I think a couple of the younger guys still don't know how to correct those facets of the game. And I think Kansas is a little bit older, a little bit wiser, a little more experienced. And, you know, they can overcome that. Like a stretch they had today against Miami where, you know, they're 0-4 going after halftime from three, three from nine from the free throw line. And all of a sudden, that first five minutes, the game's over. It's, it's out of reach yeah. for Miami. Um, yeah, I, I like Kansas. I, I do. Uh, that <laughs> watch. It, it's going to be North Carolina versus uh, versus Nova in the championship. Though, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have to eat, eat my words. We'll cut this part. Of, we'll cut this part of the show. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can edit that out. You know, if it goes uh, different. Uh, so. Uh, we talked about what we think to be the winner. Who ultimately wins the tournament as a player or a coach? Who do you, you know, who improved their draft stock? Which coach, you know, is going to get, you know, get that big contract extension? It doesn't have to be somebody playing in the final four, you know, what what player or coach do you think uh, helped himself out this tournament? You know, we always hear, you know, that the uh, yeah, yeah, what you hey, do in March, you know. Hey, you already know who it is, Shaheem Holloway. <laughs> He's going to get a nice yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah. He's going to get a nice contract for sure. Yeah, yeah. He'll get a nice contract. So he won't – he'll be he'll surprise me if he's at St. Peter's, you know, um, you know, in the next few months, next few next few weeks, actually. Um, I think him. In terms of draft stock, I think, you know, the one kid, he's had a great season so far, but, you know, his last game, he struggled. But um, Jaden Ivey from Purdue, I think, just, you know, improved his stock even that much more. And yeah, uh, I think he's a top five pick. And, yeah. you know, the, the Big Ten didn't have the uh, tournament they wanted, but um, the stars they produced this year, you know, between him 
uh, Johnny Davis and Keegan Murray. I mean, there's impressive kids and, you know, we didn't get to see Wisconsin, Iowa that much, but, uh, I live in big 10 country, so I got to see them play. And, uh, but I, I think Jaden Ivy, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. We, we, we talked a little bit about this last week in our podcast. You know, I went up in Buffalo for the first weekend um, and got to see Iowa. The effects of, you know, winning that conference tournament, I think playing the, those four games in four days for Iowa, you know, Tennessee, you know. I don't know if that was kind of a difference in those teams that, you know, played, all, you know, Virginia Tech, you know, they didn't have those legs that next week, you know. Is there, you know, what, you know, as a guy who also played in conference tournaments, had to go and play in the NCAA tournament next week, you know, is there any truth to that or is that just, you know, coincidental? No, I, I, I think, you know, you ask, you ask Iowa going forward right now if they would, if they regret making it and winning the Big Ten Championship, there's no, you know, there's, I don't think there's any type of correlation involved there. You look at a team like Connecticut with Kemba Walker when they made their run, I think they played, what, five games? five days in the Big East and then went on to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, these kids have gotten to the season where, you know, their wins really don't, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Their, their stamina is there. They're ready to go. I think, I think the one thing that no one's really talking about that I think is interesting is, you know, the Big Ten just all year, the media was boom, boom, boom. And, you know, the AC, they, they, no one really talked about the ACC and they were, they were one half away of having, you know, three quarters of the final four all ACC today. It's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, they were mm-hmm. kind of, it was, people was kind of raining down in that conference all year, you know, where they get four teams or from five teams, whatever it is, you know, a much lower number, you know, they're usually close to seven, eight mm-hmm. teams in every year where you got big 10 with a, you know, what, nine teams in, you know, yeah, it was a record. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, but, you know, none of them are here in the final weekend. But, you know, I, like it's, it's, you know, March is all about matchups, you know, and they didn't get out, you know, the ones that, you know, helped them out, you know. But, you know, North Carolina took advantage of the craziness in their bracket, you know, helped themselves out by beating Baylor. But, um, and, you know, Duke is Duke all year, you know, good team. But, you know, also Miami, you know, uh, kind of, you know, took advantage of their circumstance, you know, Maybe play against an you know uh, overrate uh, Auburn team uh, and you know destroy them. There's for you, and there you go. <laughs> but uh, you know, so uh, uh, yeah, so ACC had a good strong finish. Uh, any closing thoughts on the tournament? You know, or Final Four? You know, you know, before we close up shop here. I th- I think we covered everything. Um, like I said, it's gonna be it's just gonna be one for the ages. You know, you got four four top tier programs. Blue blood programs that you know that's in the final four, and uh, man, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be probably one of the most exciting basketball final fours that I can probably I can remember. Yeah, yeah. I think. What like, about you, Luke? We talked about earlier. I think there's gonna be no you know there's gonna be no shortage of hype for this one. I think you know all week it's going to be Coach K on, you know, on sports. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. We're going to get a lot of, you know, not that we already didn't have enough of that all year, but, uh, you know, that's that's going to be the ongoing storyline. And uh, But I'm excited still. I, I'll buy into it. And uh, I, like I said, I like seeing the Blue Bloods. I, I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, like I said, I think Cinderella wins the first couple weekends. But, you know, the name brands are what draws the ratings, you know, uh, it's it's interesting, you know, when you there's nothing wrong with it, run by George Mason or whoever into the final four, but 
you know, when you don't get the big name teams, you know, it, it does affect, you know, the media attention, you know, that it get you, you know, into the final four. Um, so yeah, we appreciate you guys hopping on Hoopstock. Luke, I appreciate very much uh, joining us, giving your insight into, uh, um, the tournament and some, you know, insight into Notre Dame and, uh, uh, joining me and Erwin today. No, thanks a lot. This was fun. It was, uh, it's nice to sit, sit around and talk hoops and uh, and see my good buddy uh, Irwin over here. I appreciate yeah. it. I don't know if I've ever yeah. called him Irwin. I don't think I've ever called him Irwin. Yeah, you know, you always call me E, man. So yeah. you know, that, that's fine. That won't change. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. it. Don't matter. But uh, uh, thanks for thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate no thank you, man. And, uh, where where can uh, uh, people find you on social media? Uh, I don't even know what my handle is. I got. I'll, I'll send it to E. Hey, I know what it is, Luke. I, yeah. I know what it is. You give me a shot, Harry, Luke, yeah. It's it's Harry Goody like forty four uh, on Instagram. My social media presence is not. Uh, <laughs> he, he's not a social media guy. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. That's all right. Yeah. No, it's, it's good to live here without that. All right, I appreciate you guys, and uh, you guys, if you again, uh, if you haven't downloaded us on. Uh, Apple Podcasts, leave a ratings and review. Until next time, uh, enjoy the Final Four, and uh, we'll see you next Sunday night. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Great real time.